Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Well, here we are just a few days before Christmas. This is such a unique time of year when we find the truth of Jesus literally hanging in the air as songs are sung and Bible passages recited in some of the most unlikely places. We can hear the biblical account of the Christ child born in Bethlehem recited by Charles Schultz's animated characters, as well as sung through the beautiful musical score of Handel's Messiah. It's not uncommon in these settings for the story to pick up with the angelic host coming to announce Jesus' birth to the shepherds, or perhaps to go a little further back to Gabriel's announcement to Mary. Let's go even further back and consider today another announcement that Gabriel made and take a look at the reaction that followed. We find two significant visits by Gabriel recorded in Luke 1. While the first might not be considered part of the traditional Christmas passage, there's a significant lesson found there. In the opening verses of Luke 1, we find the account of a priest named Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth. Verses 6 and 7 say this, They were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. The verses that follow describe the day when Zechariah's name was chosen, meaning that he was about to have the once-in-a-lifetime experience of being the priest who had entered the temple. That in itself was quite remarkable. But what happened next was even more incredible. Breaking 400 years of silence, God sent Gabriel with a personal message for Zechariah. Verse 12 tells us that Zechariah was troubled when he saw him and fear fell upon him. The angel Gabriel assured Zechariah not to be afraid because his prayer for a child had been heard. He and Elizabeth were going to have a son, a son sent by God to fulfill a promise prophesied many years earlier. Zechariah reacted with this question found in Luke 1, verse 18. How shall I know? For I'm an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. Gabriel had a strong reaction to Zechariah, revealing that there was more going on with Zechariah's question than we might realize. Verses 19 and 20 say this, And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things shall take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. There's a tone of rebuke in Gabriel's words. The rebuke is not for asking a question, but the heart with which the question was asked. As Gabriel explained to Zechariah, there are consequences for not believing a message from God. This stands in stark contrast to the account just a few verses later, when the same angel appeared on the scene again. This time, the message was for a young woman named Mary, who was described as greatly troubled and apparently afraid. Gabriel had the same words for her that he had for Zechariah, Do not be afraid. In a similar way, he continued by relaying a personal message from God specifically for Mary, that she would bear a son, 
a very special child who would also fulfill a promise prophesied many years earlier. Just like Zechariah, Mary reacted with a question. How will this be, since I am a virgin? Gabriel's reaction was far different this time. There was not a hint of rebuke as there was with Zechariah. Instead, there's a tenderness as Gabriel explained to Mary how this amazing event would take place. I have the impression that Gabriel got down low enough to comfort Mary while he explained the the events that would come to pass in her life to make sure she knew in advance that this was from God himself. In her reaction, she was not only able to speak and not only willing to be God's instrument, but she believed God's message. Gabriel concluded by explaining that nothing will be impossible with God. We get the distinct impression that Mary personally believed this to be true. The words of Zachariah's wife Elizabeth confirm this when it says in verse 45, And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. So why does this matter? Does this mean anything for us in 2022? Well, the answer is a resounding yes. As these two accounts confirm, It matters whether or not we believe God when He speaks. It matters whether or not we believe that God can be trusted and that He's able to do what what might seem humanly impossible. Notice that neither Zechariah nor Mary were rebuked for asking questions. The rebuke was for the attitude of disbelief with which the question was asked by Zechariah. It's also notable that Mary believed God and accepted her role in his plan, even though she didn't intellectually grasp all the details of how this would take place. She humbly and simply presented herself to him and said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Knowing what followed, we have to conclude that this was an attitude that pleased the Lord God. So what's the lesson for us? God is still looking for those who will humbly believe what He says and who possess hearts that proclaim, We are your servants. We trust you. We trust what you've said and that you are able to see its fulfillment. May we learn this lesson well as we celebrate Christmas and move into a new year. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I pray that you'll move us to have believing, obedient hearts that trust you when you speak. Help us, Lord, to be willing servants, believing that nothing is too hard for you. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, a believing heart makes all the difference.